Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Scott Hetherington, part of our speaking team. Hello, Scott. Hey, Hayden. Good to see you again. Good to see you. And we also have Allison, our community care pastor. Yep. Hi, Allison. Here. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Hayden. Hi. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have Brian today because um, we are filming this on a Thursday. And right now, happening over in the sanctuary is Arbor Students. So Brian's leading the middle school and high schoolers. And uh, it's a bummer we don't have him, but it's going to be a different different show today. It's going to be fun. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for this. This is <laughs> my it. second time doing it, and I'm Bring just it. really it, excited. It was a blast last time because it was like an ensemble. It was four of us. It was the it three was. of us plus Brian. Yes. So hopefully it's not. Hopefully we can bring the band back together yeah. someday. <laughs> hopefully this this podcast isn't three quarters as good as as the one missing. With not a chance. Not a Allison's chance. Allison's with us again. It'll Vote be spectacular. Vote in the box below. Vote in the box <laughs> below. That's right. <laughs> um, so yesterday, I, I've already admitted that we're filming this on a Thursday, but as for context when people are listening yeah. to this, yesterday, Scott, you spoke and... Um, the whole like main point, sticky point, whatever we want to call it, was God is still moving. Let's move with Him. Or you, you phrased it better than I just did. But what no, was? If that's what you took away, that's right on. Um, <laughs> God is still moving. Get moving with Him. Get moving with Him. Okay. Yeah. Sounds a little like now I think about it. it sounds like a little like demonstrative and like pokey somebody. <laughs> God is still moving. Get moving with Get Him. Get moving with no, Him. I did, but yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um. This was the second week of still and. How long have you known that you're going to be speaking this week or even on this point of the, the series? Three, three, four weeks ago, yeah. the idea of still came up and then it grew from there. So I think about two and a half, maybe yeah. three weeks ago, um, Brian and I had talked and Allison had emailed me and we yeah. clarified what it was. Yeah. Um, so Allison and Brian had kind of said, this is kind of where we want you to go with it, or they just gave you a week and you got to... Choose. We talked about we talked. I don't. We talked about still moving. Yeah. We um, talked about Mary and Joseph. Yeah. Mary still. Joseph. Well, we talked about the years the of silence. Yeah. 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 Going into Christmas and the yeah. silence before Jesus was, you know, came into the world. Mm-hmm. Still working. Still moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to give a break give, the secret of what the Sunday. You know, the next yeah. one's going to be. <laughs> it's a secret. Secrets, man. So yeah, we yeah. had set that up, and then we had talked through a little bit of where we could pull from passages to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um. When you heard that you're going to be speaking the last Sunday before Christmas, correct? Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Um, are you someone who gets excited that you're going to be preaching something that people hear every single year? Um, because, you know, it's like people already know the story, so I can go a little bit deeper in certain areas. Or is it a time where you feel like you can kind of not reinvent the wheel, but have a different take or a different approach to the Christmas message? Uh, anything that I'm, I always love taking common stories that yeah. a lot of people know traditionally from the scripture yeah. and trying to give it a different angle or a different take or finding a different layered truth or yeah. theological point to it that people yeah. haven't thought of it from that perspective before. That That's a challenge for me. Yeah. And this one, when I thought about still moving, how does that connect with Joseph and Mary and yeah. So yeah, I was excited about it. I was excited to look at it from a different different lens. Yeah. Um, was this a, a message that came pretty quickly to you or was it something you sat with for a while? Actually, it's pretty funny. Um, 
you know, this is not my full-time job. I have another full-time <laughs> job as a principal, which happens to be yeah. very, very uh, packed right now. Yeah. So I sat down um, this 13th, that's the last Sunday, the 13th, yeah. and really started thinking about it at my laptop and just started um, typing away on the laptop. And literally the whole thing just, I wrote mm-hmm. it out in about a 30-minute window. I would say 85% of the framework in about yeah. a 30-minute window, which um, I, I just felt really led and I just started writing it and then I just cleaned it up from there and I felt that it was a really God-led moment. I hope it comes across that way in the message because I felt really excited about it from that moment going forward. That's interesting and I don't want to move too far away from your sermon, but I was just thinking about process, right? Because I think something that like I hear a lot is people will say, oh, Hayden, you're creative or whatever. But I think like people that are speaking on Sunday, that's that involves quite a bit of creativity and to take a piece of um, scripture and make a message around it is insanely creative. And that's something that I identify with what you just said of having this like burst, right? This 30 minutes of like, I got all of it done. Like I remember um, back in college when I was writing music with friends, we would sit down to write a song and we kind of had like an inspiration or a scripture that we're going off of. And we would sit around and like try and write something out for like hours and like nothing would, would happen. Like we put stuff together and it would be garbage or just wouldn't be anything people want to listen to. Right. Yeah. And then I remember very distinctly one session, I went home the next day and I woke up and I just put on like, um, just like a ambient sound Mm -hmm. and started, um, playing my guitar and singing. And then I just busted out like Uh -uh. the, the song that you've heard shores. Yeah. So it was like, and it was all one take. And then after that, we did like one round of revisions and then we released it yeah. on like We're Spotify. I can relate to that. On the show notes below. Okay. On the show notes, yeah. That's you can awesome. click here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I. But it's interesting because I think um, hmm. part of this this podcast also is kind of peeling back a little bit of the right. layers of what is the process like for you? I know there's a lot of people that are methodical, slow moving with their 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 messages and it's just pound it out. This is how it's going to go. And there's some people where it's just, it's a burst, right? And then you can kind of clean it up and add later. Yeah. I think for me, anytime I get like a topic or an idea of what I speak on, mm-hmm. I do a lot of just thinking about it when I'm on my runs or my walks. Yeah. Um, I have music playing. I'm thinking through a passage of scripture yeah. that I've read and I went back and reread Matthew again and Luke again, you know, the story of Jesus. And I tried to think of it through a different lens. And so there were like, several days leading up to that, that I would be thinking about it on my, Mm -hmm. all my workouts or when I'm walking or doing things and on the drives, just thinking through it. And so when I got to it on Sunday, I had formulated some things in my head that I'd wanted to go to. And I think Brian and I had had like a five minute conversation about it. And so when I started writing it, oftentimes it happens that way for me. I'll write down, I'll just get everything out and then I'll look at it and then I just kind of go back and clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Not to be a super spoiler alert, but can I tell you one of my favorite parts in your creative um, writing with this? I think one of the challenges of a pastor or preacher is to stay um, true to the scripture while also being creative, right? right. So you don't want to take too much creative license right. and get away from spiritual truth. So you looked at this concept of um, God moving through the lens of like, how did it look for Joseph? How did it look for Mary? But then the really creative part was, what did it look like for Jesus? Like mm-hmm. the other person in the nativity set, you know, right. in your nativity set. And you didn't just 
say Jesus the baby in the manger, like what it looked like for him. You took him to the Garden of Gethsemane, right? And as an adult. Mm. So I just thought that was such a cool way to talk about the Christmas story and bust out of that classic story that we've always heard ever yeah. you know every christmas since you were a kid like you you took us to the to the garden of gethsemane at the end of his life and yeah took us there i just love that well that, can i add that, that yeah. reminds me you got a question because no, i don't want to go for it that reminds me of like one of the things i thought about on one of my um walks that i was doing is that i had this i I've had this concept of did Joseph and Mary ever have a conversation with Jesus at like hmm. 10, 12 years old when he goes, how did you guys meet? Yeah. Tell me how you got married. <laughs> what was that story like around the, I was honestly thinking like around the table and dinner with his siblings and right. we'll Joseph. Yeah. Well, no, I just, and I wonder, and I also, I think about what they learned through that process. Did they pass it on to their children? Mm. At mm -hmm. some point, did they look at them and say, look, I know this seems impossible. I know mm -hmm. everybody's cheesing you at the synagogue. <laughs> I know you think the rabbis don't like you because you don't have the right answers or, yeah. you know, you look you look bad in that toga. I don't know what the conversations <laughs> were. But, you know, in those moments, they said, look, I, I, I can understand what it likes to feel like confused, yeah. uncertain, and nothing seems it's going to mm -hmm. work out. But, you know, I just mm -hmm. wondered that. And so I tried to take it from that angle. And. Mm -hmm. Here we find Jesus 33 years later mm -hmm. yeah. experiencing the same mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. and then choosing the same outcome. Mm -hmm. Not my will be done, but mm -hmm. yours. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, so, was kind of going back to the process of, of writing this sermon, was the, the main point that you landed on, was that a pretty early on, this is going to be the lens that I look through my research and, and writing through, or is that something that you kind of found towards the end of that process? Well, I knew, I knew the theme we wanted to operate around was still, still yes, moving. Yep. So I had, I was looking at Joseph and Mary's story and there's actually three iterations of how I was working, still moving in there. And yep. I would, I went through their stories and tried to find out what are some common themes between Joseph's engagement yeah. with the angel and what he was wrestling with mm -hmm. and with Mary. Yeah. And when I saw that, the first one I saw was do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. So I thought, God is still moving when we are afraid. Yeah. So I thought of that one. Mm -hmm. Then there was another one um, in, there, in there when they both kind of are like hesitant as to how to respond. I think it was even Joseph says he was pondering this or he thought yeah. it over. Yeah. And Mary says perplexed or something. I mm -hmm. thought, so when you're uncertain, you don't yeah. know what to do, God is still moving. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the other one is that, it was obviously an impossible situation. Mm -hmm. You know, Joseph did not have an easy decision to make. Mary's yeah. like, well, th that is the only impossible situation nobody's repeated in life. Yeah. And I thought, when it seems impossible, God is still moving. Yeah. But I didn't have the big sticky point until like the second or third time through. I thought, well, the both of them, they both said, not my will be done. So God is still moving, and they mm -hmm. got moving with him. Yeah. So that's where that kind of flowed out over the course of a few days working through it. Yeah. Allison? Well, I, sorry. I was yeah. just thinking it's so awesome that you can look at this as an encouragement for a personal individual yeah. life. Like how many of us are scared or perplexed or, you know, mm -hmm. frozen with the indecision of it all kind of thing. But also I just thought it was such a good word for us as a church, you know, mm -hmm. because if you think of Little Arbor as a someone who might have fear or yeah. They're they are perplexed. Uncertainty. Or, <laughs> uncertain, you know, and 
Mm. And so it's a word for us as a church body too, yeah. not just for individuals. So I thought that yeah. was really awesome. Yeah, and that's part of the process too. Is I'm always, and this goes back, I think my youth ministry days is, and Alice can relate to that. Mm-hmm. So what what's the takeaway? What are you going to walk away from this with? How does this relate to you? Yeah. So I'm always trying to figure out how at the end of a message or something, I can bring it back to mm-hmm. not just an individual, but we as a body of believers, yeah. as a church. How does this resonate and sit with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think these, I mean, I don't know how many sermons we've had since uh, whatever we want to call it, the event happened, but it feels like we've had... Um, like every week, mm. not every week has been purposeful. This is about what we're going through, but it fits in so well with, um, with what we are going through. And mm-hmm. I think the even better part about this is years down the road, mm-hmm. when new things arise, this will mm-hmm. be something we can go back and listen to Scott's message. And, um, even on a personal level, mm-hmm. cause I don't want to be, um, too arrogant and think that everyone's lives at Arbor revolves around their church, but, there's things going on in their lives that right. it fits in a multifaceted way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking a lot just about just this past year. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. lost jobs, um, isolation, social yep. distancing. Yep. There's so many things that have happened this year that have just even magnified the yep. hurts and pains and struggles of people mm-hmm. that I was thinking, I guarantee you, I'm not the only one sitting yeah. in this past year going, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How what, We're coming on to the end of the year. Nothing mm-hmm. we can plan on. Yeah. Right. right. Everything that we have planned on <laughs> yeah. gets dogged, it yeah. seems, you know. No Christmas ham this year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for like the brides and the grooms out there yeah. who oh, had yeah. to wrestle through a twenty twenty wedding. Right. And I think know. yeah, and I think of people that have lost loved ones yeah. and yeah. you know, jobs and yeah. so I was thinking through that whole perspective of a lot of us are feel like with this has been in an impossible situation, but yeah. God is still moving. Mm-hmm. He yeah. really is. I know yeah. it's not easy for us to see at times, yeah. but he still is. Mm. Did you feel that personal struggle when you were writing that? I I, I felt re- it re- it's really, I don't, I got really encouraged by my own yeah. message as I was writing it. And that <laughs> yeah. doesn't always happen. It's yeah. more like I'm producing something. But this one really spoke to me. This one yeah. really encouraged me. Um, yeah. It's been an interesting two-month season for me for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. And... I feel like God has just been pushing me in a yeah. direction. I don't know exactly what that is, but the idea that God is still moving. Yeah. Um, and maybe part of it's, and you can relate, Allison, is that, you know, your kids are all gone. Yeah. They're out of the house. They're doing their thing. And you're kind of like, some of them come back. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. They do come back, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You think they're and, gone. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a different point yeah. in life where it's kind of like, so what, what, what's next? What's happening yeah. here? Yeah. So it's kind of all that combined for me lately. Yeah. And I, I think what's so interesting about this season and, and your message is it's not um, it's not binary, right? It's not mm-hmm. God is still moving and life's okay. It's this continual <laughs> yeah. tug of tug of war between like, okay, this area of my life is kind of crappy, but then like God came through mm-hmm. and this is awesome and I can still be so glad and, and praise him in this moment, even when there's five other fires going on behind me. And it'll continue to be that, mm-hmm. that um, I don't know, tilt, tilt to world kind yeah. of feeling of like, this is going to be a continuous thing, but I guess it's, it's finding the peace and solace in those moments of, man, this, this really sucks, but I know he's still working. I know that he's still mm-hmm. moving. Um, and I think that's a, 
I assume you know how how hard that is to get moving with him, right? Oh yeah, I don't. And that's where I'm like, yeah. I don't want to come off as this flippant thing. We'll get yeah. moving with him because I think you and I were talking about this a little bit, Allison, as we got in here tonight. Is that I think for me at least, mm-hmm. I'll speak for me, and maybe this is other people. Yeah. The reason I get stuck on not seeing God moving is He's not moving according to my expectations yeah. or perceptions of what I've ever been taught or I've yeah. taught myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not going to go down the whole health, wealth, and prosperity gospel. It drives me crazy, but. <laughs> yeah. The idea that we have these expectations of how things are supposed to play yeah. out, and when they don't go that way, or God doesn't move in a way we thought, we we're like, "Well, that's I think one of the greatest things to overcome." Yeah, and yeah, life isn't always nice and sweet, no. but what do we do in the midst of that? Yeah, that is a when we when we talk about these conversations and and talk about. Um, you know, God's still working or moving in these moments. It's so, it's incredibly challenging mm-hmm. because I, 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 at least mm-hmm. I identify with being um, kind of binary and like flipping the switch between like life's good, life's bad, life's good. And it, <laughs> the challenge for me is like, no, God is still good through all of it. Mm-hmm. And life is hard. Mm-hmm. That's okay that those two things can be mm-hmm. in rhythm with each other, but it's acknowledging like, Life with Jesus is way better than the worst of life and what it can throw at you, right? Well, I can't imagine going through the worst of it without him. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> some people, some people do, but it, it's it's. Um, I think for me, it's always that tough mental choice of you know, don't don't trivialize what you're going through, and okay. and and even going back to your message on grief, like mm-hmm. don't rank your your mm-hmm. grief or your pain. But at the same time, um, choosing to acknowledge mm-hmm. how good God is, even in those moments, and also acknowledging that it doesn't feel like it, but I mm-hmm. know you're working because mm-hmm. you've proven that in the past, and I'm mm-hmm. obviously going to choose to believe you're going to do that in the future. Yeah, I, I think a temptation too is to take matters into your own hands too and do it your way and not wait for God's yeah. direction. Um, yeah. I think about Abraham. You know, he was yeah. like given a promise from God and didn't see it happening. Yeah quickly enough so he went ahead and yeah. right. made choices but one thing i love about abraham though is that it was credited to him as righteousness that he mm-hmm. obeyed god yeah. ultimately and had faith and so i think even if we do blunder and yeah you know do a mess up yeah and it said joseph had this plan and then it says yeah. but that's he was thinking this over yeah, yeah. he didn't go initiate it yeah. right away and you said something allison that or maybe it was Hayden just now that said, you know, probably me. people go through, people can go through difficulties in life without yeah. God in their life. And they do it mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't mean that we don't have ability in our size to go through things on our mm-hmm. own, but there's a difference between going through it on your own in a worldly manner without God mm-hmm. and the, the perspective of going through it with God mm-hmm. and how he uses that differently to minister to your, to yourself and to others mm-hmm. and for his glory. Yeah. And I don't want us to forget that really our role on this earth, right, is to glorify God in everything that we do. Yeah. And even the way we go through hardship or the way we celebrate blessings should be glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. And if even it brings um, you know, glory to self and we magnify that, that's not the that's not the impetus for why I'm here at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that even when I go through things, it's an encouragement to others, but in the end, it's really giving glory to God and it's leading a pathway back to him for others. 
Yeah. Um, that's the whole thing that I hope people take away from thinking about this is, sure, you might have the ability to go through it on your own, but then it leads to em- emptiness and vanity. Yeah. Whereas if you go through it with God, mm-hmm. you can ultimately bring glory to God and that can lead others to the kingdom. Yeah. And that story of how God played a role in it for you can open doors for others mm-hmm. to come to a relationship with Christ. Yeah. Because, I mean, what you're describing is is a relationship, right? Right. The The other side of that is like, God, just get me through this. I can't do this by myself, right? I just need you to do this for me and to help me out. But the the relationship side of it is... I'm going to go through this with you and this is going to be a testimony to how great you are and people are going to see, you know, how you worked in my life. Cause it, it is really easy to just, and I don't think there's necessarily something inherently wrong about requesting help or, no. or finding comfort in God, but it's that, that second step, right? Growing in your faith of, right. Yeah. So Allison, did you have any questions from when you uh, were listening to the sermon? You gave an example of your son kind of having a life I'm moment. sure he's thrilled about that. I know, he's probably like, Dad. <laughs> he's like, great, You're going to have to pay him now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, have you had a time in your own life, or you, in Hayden, too, yeah. where, you know, things, the, the rails came off, or you came off the rails, is that how it is mm. said? And uh, you had to look for God's moving mm-hmm. and then yeah. joining along with him. Um, when your own life had kind of... Yeah, well, I think if people have been to Arbor for long enough, they know my story of having been a pastor, going through a divorce, Mm -hmm. and all that going off the rails. And um, plenty of times in that year and a half, two-year span of what is happening? Mm-hmm. What now? Are yeah. you, are you, are you there, God? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was trying to do my best for you. I was honoring you. I thought with my life yeah. and mm-hmm. thought I was doing things well. And here I am mm-hmm. now. Yeah. What is, what is this curveball? And so, yeah, there was plenty of times I had to stop and think and wonder, mm-hmm. but then there was key things in my life that mm-hmm. came along that I said no to at first. Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot of people like, how'd you become a principal? Is that I got at one point I was working at Costco, mm-hmm. just because I could get the insurance for my kids. Mm-hmm. I was in the construction business with a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. He was helping me restore and you know do work like that. And then I got a part-time job teaching um, a health and PE class at an alternative school mm-hmm. in Edmonds. Yeah. And the principal called me you know, in the office one day and said, hey, can I ask you a question? I'm like, what? He goes, what are you doing? I go, mm-hmm. teaching PE? He goes, why aren't you like back in leadership, why aren't you doing something? I said, oh, I'm done with all that. God's done mm. with that in my life. Mm. He says, no, he's not. He mm. goes, I think you need to apply to UW for their principal program. And I laughed at him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're crazy. I'm not ever going back into that yeah. world. I already did that. I'm not yeah. doing that. And But I think in that moment, I had to stop and think a little bit later, maybe God is telling me to do this. And I had to pray mm. about it. And so I did, and it wasn't an easy journey, but I made it through yeah. it. So I think it's in those moments that we have to stop and say, I don't see God moving, but what is happening in front of me that I can take advantage of right now? Mm-hmm. And just step into that and see what happens. I think another element, even in that story there, Scott, I mean, you temporarily st- stepped out of ministry, but look at you, you're back. I mean, <laughs> I know you're not on quote unquote staff and all the, you know, whatever here at Arbor, but your ministry is so important mm. here. Like you, you oh. are back in ministry and all the mm. things that you do at your school too. Um, 
you know, is kingdom work still. Yeah. You know, I just love that God didn't let any of that go to waste. All of your training, all of your, um, you know, ministry experience, all of that is still being used for yeah, his glory. as a principal and doing this. It's yeah. amazing, yeah. Yeah. And that's what's amazing about God. And that's when I say God is still moving. Yeah. He's going to move you in directions you could never imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never thought that I would have been a principal in Bellevue for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I just like, really? And yet here I am. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to take anything away from uh, your work as a principal, but I, I, when I heard that you were a part of, I assume I can talk about the transition team, right? That Scott is a part of it. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm part of the transition team. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was just, when I had heard that you were on it, it was it brought me a lot of comfort for many reasons. Getting mm-hmm. to know you, really enjoy being around you, Scott. But also I think that you're very wise. And, I, and the fact that you'd been in ministry at, at some point, I just, mm-hmm. the more and more that I hear about our transition team and our eldership team and, and you being a part of it, in, in your specific role and the things that you do, I'm just very thankful that you're here and that you're part of this because I think that would be in a very tough spot without you. <laughs> well, that, that's very kind of yeah. you. I, I'm feeling a little bit awkward on the spot yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that's very kind yeah. of you. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, there's phenomenal leadership here at this yes. church. Yeah. I'm grateful to be a part of yeah. it. And it's, it's a collaborative effort, yeah. but... I've I've been asked by my own kids and other people at times why why would you still believe in God when He does bad things? Mm. I go because the the amazing part of God is He can take a mess and make a miracle out of it. Yeah, He can take something bad mm-hmm. and only God like He says in the Bible, I hate divorce. Yeah, He hates it. Yeah, He doesn't want it to happen. Yeah, and yet when it happens, He knows the pain and the hurt. But on the other side of it, only yeah. God can create the restoration, the mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. the renewal. That's why I believe in a God. Yeah, that's why I believe in the God. Yeah, I shouldn't say a God. That's why I believe in the God of Scripture yeah. that I follow. Yeah, and I I look at Joseph and Mary. They were sitting in the same boat, going, yeah, and to see them being faithful to God's will. And then Jesus being faithful to his will, mm-hmm. you got how do you not believe in our God? Yeah. That's and that resonates with me, is yeah. that mm. God's moving, so we just get moving with him because it's gonna yeah. be an awesome ride. It's not gonna be unbumpy at times, but it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Allison, you asked for a time in our life, mm-hmm. but what was the the thing that you were trying to pull out from it? Um, where you saw like that you were at that um kind of like a stalemate moment or uh, a frozen moment, yeah. crossroads, yeah. waiting, and then you saw God move, so you joined yeah. with. I mean, I would say for me personally, quite recently with everything that's been going on, going on here, mm-hmm. um, you know, a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, I moved here for a part-time job, mm-hmm. and my wife and I moved here. We got to work with a good friend, Brian, got to meet all of you guys. And, um, we were even talking about how, um, when you had started everything with Arbor, would you've ever thought that like <laughs> the people that you'd be working with are the people that you had no idea, like you'd never met them five years ago when it started, yeah. <laughs> but, um, at least for staff purposes. Um, but for me, like moving out here, taking this job, getting to know the community and then all of this happens, right? Yeah. Mm. And then the questions that I have is not, 
okay, what was the point of this God? Because mm-hmm. I know there's God, God has a plan for everything. God mm-hmm. works in everything. Mm-hmm. But trying to figure out what is that reason, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if this were to all crumble, which I don't think that Arbor's going to close down or we're going to fall apart, but, you know, if that were to happen, what would be the point of, of me coming out here? And I think the the truth that I kind of, I hear from God through prayer and, and um, you know, talking to other people is if if my job in this period is to only keep people in the capital C church, right? Because this mm. event mm. could le- could lead a lot of people mm. to walk away from church, mm. right? And if my only job is mm. to offer stability in this period between Arbor and someone else's new church home, mm-hmm. and it might be church home, um, <laughs> but it, their new church home, then that's the reason, right? That's why I came out here. I think that God has bigger plans for Arbor, but at the same time, that's, that's still a beautiful purpose, right? Mm-hmm. A transition. And I think, you know, a season of, of life and, and ministry and, and walking in with, uh, with faith. So yeah, I think for me, that has been something that, um, I know that God is working in some plan. And even if it's the worst outcome in my book, I know that God's going to create something beautiful out of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always try to think of life as a story yeah um and first of all thank you for sharing that that's yeah. not easy to be vulnerable like mm-hmm. that so i appreciate that um and that any great story has chapters in it where yeah. the protagonist is not quite sure what's going on or yeah. what to do or stumbles along the way i mean any great story yeah. is written around that and i think at times we can drive ourselves crazy to try to figure out what is the purpose or reason for this yeah and maybe the whole purpose or reason for it is growth. Yeah. Development. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we read in scripture all the time that perseverance brings maturity. Yeah. Maturity brings godliness. Yeah. And all of that. And if you really want to be in the relationship with God to yeah. grow to understand him, yeah. you're going to have to walk through some of the parts of life that mm-hmm. Jesus had to walk through himself. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of times... I found some rest when I quit asking myself the why is this yeah. all happening or what could go wrong. And I just mm-hmm. thought, what can I do in this moment yeah. to learn and grow? Yeah. To be part of the story right now that it's going to play a part later in my life or something. Yeah. Now, some of that just comes from you know experience and walking through some things. It's not easy, but that's what we've got to try to do with God. And yeah. it's not always that easy because sometimes we just want to go, I'm out, yeah. I'm done, right. I'm going to get ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can whatever. do that too, right? Yes, we can, we can do that too. We can get ice cream and trust God. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I just, so, I don't know why I said ice cream. That was odd. <laughs> yeah, don't shame me for <laughs> No, I'm not doing that because I love ice cream. <laughs> Some things just pop out of my head sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, when you... When, when I got uh, a chance to look at your notes when I was making the slides for your sermon, um, and I saw your main point, God is still moving, get moving with him. Um, and I feel like I butchered it again if that's not the exact. No, I think phrase. that was it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, but when I read it, it was it was so interesting because I think that um, I keep seeing people walk by the window and I think they're going to come in. Um, that's why I keep looking over All there. All of our fans. Yeah. Hey, guys, we'll be hey, out there yeah. doing the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see nobody but Allison. Hey, yeah, it's all yeah. good. Um, but when I heard it and I thought about our messaging for the past, you know, six weeks, it has been very 
Um, it's okay to hurt. It's okay to not be okay. Um, grieve, sit with these things. And I, when I first read your notes, it did like rub me the wrong way, right? Like you were kind of fearful of. You were of, like, get over it. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's, that's what I uh, when I read it. it. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I. That's why yeah. I said it's kind of like. Yeah. I didn't want it to come across that way. And hearing you explain it, and um, in your message, it, it doesn't come across that way. But I, it's just so interesting how, um, at face value, right? Without the explanation, it can feel like, all right, get better, move on. You know. Yeah. It, but with I'm glad you're clarifying yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, really. Yeah. I know yeah. I really yeah. am. I yeah. that at all in the sermon itself. But, no, but and that's, that's upon yeah. reading exactly, it, I guess you yeah. could yeah. yeah, when I read it that way, I was just like, okay, I'm going to have to hear this for sure. But no, I think it was, and I think it's encouraging for um, the wide spectrum of people here at Arbor. There's some people who need to sit with mm-hmm. stuff like this yes. longer. And there's some people who hear it and they're like, so what's next? What's our action plan? And that's okay, right? There's mm-hmm. There's a wide spectrum of the time it takes you to, to, to walk with something. And also it affects different people mm-hmm. differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, no, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because I, I wasn't thinking of it as an action oriented yeah. thing as yeah. you need to move on now. You need yeah. to get up. You know, I was thinking more of it as in our moments when we aren't, we don't think anything yeah. good can come out of this, mm-hmm. that God is still moving. Yeah. And when you discover that, you have yeah. an option in that moment yeah. that when you discover God is moving through this, it might yeah. not be physically moving you yeah. forward, yeah. but he's moving in that. You can get on board with, oh, God's going to move through this somehow. Yeah. He will come through. We will get through this together. Yeah. And I can either move forward with him yeah. or I can try to figure out how to move without him. Yeah. That's where I was coming from. But yeah. I like how that is a cautionary tale of oftentimes how we do write some things yeah. and say some things and it could go a different yeah. way. I have a good friend, Joey, who was in youth ministry for years. And him and I always say, you can either get bitter mm-hmm. or you can get better. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Kind yeah. of a choice, yeah. you know? And, yeah. but I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. Cause I think if you, if, if I'm a listener, right, and I and I come across your message on a Sunday, and I see, you know, it says Scott Hetherington get still moving. get <laughs> moving, right? Do I do I initially see that, and I'm like, what the heck, man? It's an right. exercise. I'm not video. ready for that. Yeah. And then if I'm someone who's like, heck yes, man, thank you for preaching that, brother. And you listen to it, and you're like, oh, this is a little different than I thought it was. <laughs> but I think that like, obviously, there's nuance in the way that we speak. Right. But it's funny because you know you said you didn't intend it as like an action item, but literally the the word you know moving i'm thinking all right we're moving but what i want to ask you based off of that is what does that mean if we could take an application or a a next step with that what would it what would it look like to get moving with god the way that you were talking about in your message i think i tried to hit on it at the end of joseph and mary and jesus as they each came joseph was told do not do not divorce her yeah stay with her and it says he went and did that. So yeah. he chose God's will. Yeah. For Mary, it was, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. she says, I am your bondservant. Yeah. I will do your will. Yeah. Jesus crying, is there? A, if you cannot take this cup from me, not my will be done, mm-hmm. but yours. Yeah. So for me, what I was trying to think of is um, when we recognize that God is asking us to move in a, diff- in a specific direction, yeah. we better get moving with him. Yeah. That's where I was coming from is when, and we were talking about this too. I I was going to bring that up. The angel. angel. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, so many people have said to you, well, sure, it would be easy to move (laughs) if an angel would come and talk to me too. I would sure do the same thing. Um, 
But you were saying, not only do we, we don't need an angel. We have the Holy Spirit within right. us. We have God's word that yeah. tells us plenty of what action steps yeah. to be taking yeah. or directions to be moving. Well, it's not like we have to make it up. Yeah. And I, we've been told to do plenty of things in our life that we probably knew was the right thing to do and chose not to. So yeah, an angel doesn't always, an angel does appear to still people yeah. today and mm-hmm. say things. But for me, I think they're... If you're if you're gonna live with God and you're gonna live for God and you're gonna yeah. be in relationship and fellowship with God and you're going through things, I believe there's going to be movements where God is pushing you to go in a direction yeah. and you feel God is moving that direction. And if you resist yeah. and you choose to go a different direction, I'm not gonna say it's gonna turn out awful and terrible no. because God's gracious, but when I see God moving in a direction mm-hmm. and he gives me a clear thing to do, I need to get moving with him. Yeah. Because that's the obedience imperative mm-hmm. of being a child of God yeah. and Him being my Savior and God the Father, mm-hmm. omnipotent. So mm-hmm. I, that's where I was trying to go with it, yeah. and I hope that resonated. <laughs> but Do you have a practical, like, even this week, yeah. what does that look like for Scott Hetherington? Practical this week? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, or I have one. I can yeah. go first yeah. if, if you want yeah. to stew, and then I want to hear from you too. If you knew God is asking you to forgive someone, you know, you know that that's a destination Mm. that you're moving towards. Mm -hmm. And you may be a few miles out from it, but you're heading in that direction, right? So you're moving. And the things that you allow yourself to think, the things that you, um, I don't know, the way that you allow yourself to behave in this world, are you moving in that direction towards forgiveness or are you moving in the opposite way, like continuing to build walls or whatever Mm -hmm. the opposite of forgiveness would be. So like for me, the action step this week is have your eye on the prize, move in that direction and do the things that um, God would want you to do getting to that goal. Mm -hmm. So that's it for me. I think, yeah, I think for me, personally i'm like a pretty fast processor so like i know how i feel about something pretty quickly um and that that can be an issue for me with obedience and and being faithful to god of like is this what i want to do or just what you want me to do god um so i think for me like a big a big thing that i've learned as i've gotten older is like we've talked about it before like meditation is is big for me even just you know doing a breathing exercise and slowing down. Cause it's, it's really easy for me to think of something and then confirmation bias. I'm like, yeah, that's good. God probably would say that. And I would just move forward with it. And I think for me, if I'm going to be moving with God, it's, um, it's slowing down for a moment, you know, for some time to be able to listen and, and actually determine what direction is God moving me mm. versus the direction I want to go. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes it can, it, it doesn't have to be big, dramatic things that God's asking you to do. Um, you asked like in the last week, um, there was an individual that I hadn't talked to for a while that, um, God had prompted me to reach out to this individual and talk to them Mm -hmm. and just check in. And yet I'm like, I'm too busy. Yeah. It's going to turn into an hour long conversation. I just know. Um, but I wonder, are they alone during this time? How are, how are things going? And, I kept putting it off and I literally put my head on the pillow at night and be like, did you, did you call that person? I'm like, doggone it. Can you stop? I, know, I, <laughs> I got so many things going on. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And I finally did. 
And yeah. it was a lengthy conversation, but it was a good conversation. Yeah. And it actually enlightened my heart mm -hmm. and encouraged my soul and my spirit. Yeah. And I was able to encourage this person mm -hmm. and speak some truth and give them some direction and yeah. guidance and where to go for some things. And I walked away from that going, okay, there, there's, there's an example. Yeah. God was prompting me and moving me to do yeah. something. And instead of I, he wasn't going to let it go, so I had to get moving with That's him. That's the worst place to be. Yeah, and I, so I got moving with him, <laughs> yeah. and there was a blessing in that for both of us. Mm. That's just a small example. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that happens on the, the little scale and the bigger yeah. scale at times as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is so true because life is, is both, right? And, right? and the in-between. It's not just all big decisions or yeah. little decisions, so... I think that's huge. Well, before we close it out, Scott, was there anything that you had to cut for time or just decided not to go that direction this week for the message? Um, I just, I just thought it was interesting as I looked more and more at the story of Jesus mm -hmm. and this, when things seem impossible, when you're uncertain, when you're afraid, God is still moving. Yeah. I mean, I looked at the shepherds on the hillside, the same yeah. three things happened to them. Mm. And what the angel shared with yeah. them. And then they went and tried to tell everybody. And they're like, the Messiah was born in a stable? What are you yeah. taught? Yeah, people came back and worshiped. Yeah. I thought about, the, th the we call them the three wise men, the magi. Yeah. And how they saw this star. And this is impossible. This is really happening. And they traveled. And then they were told to go find yeah. Jesus. And they did year, months mm -hmm. after he was born. But then the angel said, don't go back to the Caesar. And yeah. they were afraid. And they went a different way. And then, mm -hmm. It could go. It keeps going on and on and on. And then yeah. Jesus and Mary had to flee to Egypt mm -hmm. with Jesus again yeah. and wait to. So for me, I just as it expanded in my mind, it kept going back to God is always moving. Yeah, He's got a plan. It may not line up with our perception and expectations, yeah. but it's there. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I wish I wish I would have made a note to talk more about your. And you called them precepts. Yeah, precepts are true. Yeah, I I loved those, and I felt like. If we wanted to, we could have made it a four-week series where you just did the three. <laughs> right. And, and well, I thought it, about yeah. that as yeah. well. That could be a whole Christmas series right in yeah. itself. Is just each one. And one other thing that hit me. Here's the other thing. <laughs> this is what I thought of just sitting yeah. here. People are like, well, even, Jesus got through because he knew the plan. Yeah. He, know, he knew what was going to happen. But did he get through it easily? No. Mm -hmm. Look how difficult that night That's in the garden nothing. was. Yeah. <laughs> even if you know the plan, yeah. he still had a choice. Yeah. To do, he could have called down the angels and said, I'm out. Yeah. I'm tapping out. Yeah. So even I think we, we fool ourselves when we yeah. say, well, if I just knew the plan, then That's I could good. move forward. No. Really? Yeah. In our humanity, there's mm -hmm. still parts of the plan that are going to be difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to require sacrifice mm -hmm. and pain or yeah. difficulty or struggle. So just because you know the plan doesn't mean you're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. That requires mm -hmm. that faith and that will of, I trust God, I will be obedient. Yeah. And that's the human side that Jesus encountered in the garden. Yeah. He was still human and the son of God. And maybe yeah. he doesn't want to tell us the plan because it would be like, yeah. it would freak us out. Right. Yeah. right. Sometimes or, yeah, the imagine, things that we've yeah. walked through in our lives, if you knew ahead of time. I imagine how daunting. Ice cream time. Yeah. <laughs> imagine how. Imagine how. Back to ice cream. <laughs> well, imagine how daunting, but also how much stuff would get, you know, dropped by the wayside. Oh, for sure. Like, I, like, imagine if you knew the history of Arbor when Arbor started, like how tough that decision would be. But so much good has, has come from it, right? 
And is continuing and is to. Continuing, and I, yeah. It's hard for me to not bang that drum. Yeah. And just want to close on like, Harvard. <laughs> so awesome. God yeah. is moving here. Yeah. I like, love it here. This I, is an amazing church. Yeah. I really mean that. He, yeah. he is doing so many amazing things. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are at a crossroads at this point because yeah. they're like, whoa, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Here's We're how kind I of know in a that's weird ha- season. Here's how I know it's happening. You asked for, you know, you put something about donations and I'm yeah. walking in the door down there yeah. and there's more donations oh and four gosh. big boxes of Lucky Charms. Yeah. That's how I, <laughs> no big way. boxes of Lucky, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, and that's why I'm like, see, God is still moving. Yeah, well. <laughs> Holy cow, that totally proves it. Well, I, You're right. When did we put that, we put that out on the Sunday announcements, right? That this was going to be the yes. last week and you had a meeting with somebody and yeah. I was, I think I was like setting up or tearing down something and someone walked into the church and they're like, Hey, we have a, a, a food donation. And I was like, Oh yeah. Awesome. Just put it on the porch, you know, down yeah. at the, at the front entrance. And they're like, um, if we put any more up there, we'll block the entrance. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, so how much do you have? So then we, I went down and they had like a Ford they're Explorer like, and yeah, the seats were folded down. About. It's yeah. Amazing. It's crazy. It, so, yeah, yeah it, and that's that's what I'm talking yeah. about. If yeah. if we were able to to look at all of the tough things ahead, yeah. how often would we just not be faithful exactly. in God and just bow out and just say yeah. the amount of pain is too much to imagine when when you think about all the great things God will do in that pain, right? right. And to be able to look back at a perspective and and see the timeline of like, yeah, sure, there's going to be a couple pain points. Right. But think about all of the beauty and, oh, yeah. and the wonder. Yeah. And it continues. And I think yeah. that, yeah, I wish I could just tuck everyone under my wing here and show them <laughs> all the things that are like yeah. happening here. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I wonder if maybe because we can't do that with you know COVID restrictions yeah. and stuff, maybe if the Lord is just the one to be impressing on yeah. people's hearts, you know, in quiet places yeah. when they're alone with Him. Yeah. And that he's the one who's reassuring them yeah. instead of anything right. magic that I could spin or, you know, a little yeah. smoke and mirrors over here or something. I just, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's the one who calls us. He's yeah. the one who's faithful. So anyhow, yeah. I'll get off my little soapbox. <laughs> no, but like yeah, great place to be. Yeah. God's here. God is here. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap things up unless you guys have any other quick little things you want to add no i enjoy this i, I love that you do this it's, yeah it's i appreciate it it's a lot of fun i hope it can somehow continue as we go into the new year yeah that'll be the, the it'll be interesting part. yeah when we yeah. start going live on sunday transition back to live church yes yes That's, i look forward to preaching like people actually in the room yeah none of my jokes work well in an empty audience <laughs> they were yeah right. they never work that well with people in the room <laughs> I, I see where you're going allison that's I awesome never say that. What? yeah i think you just did <laughs> It is time to wrap up. It is it is fun editing the messages along and I just get to hear Allison's like laugh in the background at jokes. (laughs) No, it's awesome. I love it because because that's I mean that's the truth, right? It feels empty, but there's there's still people like, you know, laughing along and um yeah, it's But even though no one's there, God is still moving. Wow. You just brought it right back, man. Right. I love that. All right. Well (laughs) this this has been the follow up. Um we we won't see you guys next week. Because Christmas Eve service. Oh, I'm sorry. There won't be another follow up next Monday. We're going to be playing with our Christmas toys. Exactly. What do you? What did you write into Santa for this year? Oh, electric scooter. Electric scooter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see me whiz by. Well, because you got your refrigerator. Thank Lord. 
Thank the Actually, Lord. Actually, I have no other needs other than that. I'm so happy. An electric scooter. After four yeah. months of not um, having a fridge, it came yesterday. So. That is amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Scott, what ice cream are you going to get on the way home? I, I, I can't eat ice cream anymore. I've reached an age where it does not sit well with me. <laughs> But if I was, yeah. I'd get the Reese's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Blizzard at um, nice at Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. Make sure they tip it upside down yeah. so it's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you guys after the holiday break. Merry, right. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.